Alright, so elaborate on your theory about gummy bears so and, and alcohol. One delightful Christmas day. It was the, the, the evening after Christmas. So mm-hmm. it was Christmas Eve, not Christmas Eve, Christmas night day. Christmas morn. It was the 25th of December. Okay. Um, night, though. Yeah. Okay. I was by myself as I prefer in the holiday season to get a little time away from everybody after being with everybody. My brother had bought me a bottle of Patron okay. as a Christmas gift because he doesn't know what to gift, but tequila tequila is a great choice. Yeah. Um, and I was just pouring myself shots of Patron and eating Haribo standard gold bears. Yeah. And I noticed I wasn't feeling tipsy whatsoever. So I just continued that and then started a scientific study in that Christmas Day evening mm-hmm. uh, of just, I think I got up to six shots and was doing like sobriety tests and like walking lines and saying the alphabet and shit and was totally fine. Still threw up later, but did not feel drunk. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you, you you had a sugar overload, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then maybe threw up because of the sugar quicker than you could get drunk. How quick did you have the six shots? Because I've been with you when you had like four drinks, yeah, four drink Jenny. She's a lot. No, you were great. <laughs> you kept being like, "I'm gonna be a lot," it's, and it was it, like, "It's not that." Yeah, yeah it, it can be You're a great. lot. Okay. You dragged me to a country bar. Yeah, and that was great. That was three, or maybe that was four. Yeah, I think that was four. And okay. then, then we we just walked out the back, and I took my drink God on, on our, the way home. Our order from Hibachi Chicken is here. Hell yeah. That was very quick. We meant to, all right, we're going to pause. The listener won't know the difference. I love that they tied that the right way. Oh, really? <laughs> what is the right way? So I've yet to figure it out, but there is a way... That restaurants and especially I think at the Asian market they do it very well. They'll tie your bag up, mm-hmm. so then you just pull one of the loops and it unties. Ah, it's not like a little bow. It's just like this magic little slip knot that they make, and then you don't have to tear into your bag like a maniac. It's not double knotted, but it's it's like they do let me, they do something. Let me try it. Like Hold on. and they twist that around. I think I know. I, I think you're just going to tear up the bag. No, I recently learned how to tie my shoes like a normal person. I, the loop, swoop, and pull rather than bunny ears. Okay. I, I recently learned this. Hold on. So if so, I have my shoes. Oh, wait. That takes one string. Okay. <laughs> never mind. I, I, didn't, I didn't learn how to do it on a bag. It's the same. All right. So you were talking about... Haribo and oh, yeah. drinking just, just a, six I, shots. It, it helps build, I guess, build my tolerance. And then my friend tried it, um, and she drank through like a 12 or 16 pack of beers mm-hmm. with the same general phenomenon, and she's like, she felt great. Like, that was her whole life. She was like, this is, this is, this is truth. This is what we're doing from here on out. But did she get sick also? No, she doesn't get sick, though. She's, okay. a, she's a big girl. Okay. She can handle her <laughs> alcohol. All right. <laughs> she's a big girl. She knows Like what, a grown-up. Yeah. Like an adult. Yeah, she's, yeah, a, yeah. she's a grown-up. 
This and, is and she could definitely kick my ass. So the flimsiest oh, fork yes. I've ever seen I in think my life. That is standard with most hibachi restaurants. Is a fork that cannot cut through the chicken they give you or the steak they give you. I mean, it can't hold. It's you could fit five grains of rice. But on see this. how see how far you could bend it. It is the most pliable. <laughs> oh, it doesn't break. Yeah, yeah, you can just full on bend it. That's but great too. The tines are like that as well, though. So like, there's nothing you can do with this. Okay, so these straighten the trash. Um, or, I mean, they'd make a cute earring. True. They're very lightweight. Ooh. Yeah. Dangly ones. Or you could comb your Name hair that with it. I don't think I can. In reference to earrings, uh, I feel like if I gave you more, it would... She's got, a, she's got earrings at home, a whole box of them, dangly ones. Do you know this movie? I don't think I do. It's a woman pleading to get a ticket to pay for a ticket for a plane ride home um and she's bribing the people to pay full price plus the money plus um her earrings because she's just desperate to get home well i'd have to guess home alone but i have no it, fucking idea exactly okay right. <laughs> that is not a thing that rings from home alone for me i think it's like wolford brimley he's like she's got a whole box of them dangly ones <laughs> <laughs> All right, smallest steak and cheese egg roll. Or is this just the normal I, egg roll? <laughs> Does it come with an egg roll? Oh, packet of hibachi. Wait, this is not white sauce. That is very brown. <laughs> this is the white sauce. Oh, so they come in packets? That's yeah, upsetting. I'm going to. I don't trust that. Two packets of white sauce. I mean, I guess that's more trustworthy than. But the this white sauce, white sauce is brown. <laughs> That white sauce is not white sauce. I think that's the ginger sauce. Well, ginger sauce, I don't think is this color either. But it also says fresh, healthy, tasty on it. Gotta trust them. Gotta trust them. This is our first time eating. This I've never had hibachi 88. Neither have I. Okay. So, by cigar standards. Right. It's a pretty decent size cheesesteak oh. egg roll. <laughs> Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, by um, uh, what's um, I'm trying to think of a large cylindrical object. A rolling pin. Uh, yeah, by rolling pin standards, that's freaking tiny. Yeah. Yeah. So this one has an X on it. Uh, that probably means modified, so that probably means yours. This one's got the poison. I, w- I would say, ooh, another brown ha- uh, white sauce. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's you. That is phenomenal. Okay, yeah, they, they hooked you up. Those bites are so small, I could use this weak-ass fork. Ooh, but you don't need to, because I brought a fork. Okay. Excellent. Um... I guess this, if we're about to kind of trail off for 10 minutes, then. What do you eat? We are trying hibachi chicken and steak from Hibachi 88. Yep. And then we only, we did make the mistake of ordering one. We should have known because it was like a dollar, right? I mean. It was like $2. I didn't expect it to be tremendous in size or quality. Just bigger than a cigarette. What? Ew, gross. Is it did he die? Was he already dead? Nope. 
Okay. Nope. Good catch. He's dead now, though. Well, now I don't want to eat. Because <laughs> we just murdered a fly on this already kind of gross table. Pristine tablecloth. Um, I'll wash this. Uh, but, okay. On next week podcast. <laughs> Clean tablecloth. Yeah, uh, Chris wants to be here. Chris sends his love to everybody, um, but he's been working a lot. He sounds stressed out, um, but he has been at work late the last few nights. There's an open line. He still might come, so um, listen to the end to see if Chris (laughs) makes it. Uh, Do you want a ramekin? I could go get a ramekin. No, there are weird little compartments in this dish that you didn't even realize were there. Oh, sweet. Um, all right, Hibachi 88, which we were going to go with uh, Hibachi Japan. A mm-hmm. lot of creative names in this field. Yeah. Um, if it's got the word Hibachi in the name. See, that looks good. Yeah. But you don't like any of the veggies? No. Mm. They're usually, especially when they come to go, like they're just weak, yeah, soft, soggy, awful. Let me try this broccoli. With broccoli. See, that has crunch to it, though. But oh. it's also broccoli. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> no. You can keep your farty vegetables to yourself. All the farty vegetables. Cabbage, love it. Brussels sprouts, trash. I do like cabbage, but like mostly raw cabbage. Yeah. Uh, one time I was hanging out with my grandpa for a week, and uh, I just didn't take a shower. Um, we were at a lake house, so I was like swimming in the lake, and I was like, that's good as a shower. Yeah. 13 years old or totally. something. We get in a car to go somewhere, and he was like, "Bah!" <laughs> and it's like, "What?" And he was like, "You smell like cabbage." <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, Grandpa Tobin! <laughs> All right, let's try this steak. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hibachi. Salty. Mm-hmm. The chicken's not like. Stupid dry. Right. But again, yeah, steak's they, a little dry. They cut it into like such cute tiny pieces. But what can you expect from like thinly cut right. fried steak? I am going to add, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to go packet of white sauce. Not, I don't know. I want to try the, the ginger sauce too. Maybe I'll do half and half. And then I won't do that. And so when mm-hmm. you are sick as a dog later. I think both of us could get sick <laughs> because <laughs> the reason we chose this was the significant price difference. <laughs> no, it's because we love life so much. We're willing to throw it all to the wind. Listen, I'll call out of work every day. <laughs> um, and if I have a legitimate reason, even better. Um, that legitimate reason is... Painful vomiting and diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd rather just fake sick. But, <laughs> um, all right. But in order to do that, then I need like a scissor or something. I just don't want to like destroy this table with even more, even though I committed to uh, yeah, already. It's already getting washed. I don't know what you're worried about. All right. All right. Um, but yeah. So Chris wants to be here. We covered that. Yeah. Um, and he might. Right. So stay tuned. Um, we're eating hibachi chicken. What else What else did we eat? We had a fun weekend. Yeah. Um, 
We ate Mexican food. Yep, and there were bikers. Oh man, that was fun. So many bikers. We didn't we didn't want expect dinner in a show, but boy did we get it. Mm-hmm. Um there was what it was like the clown motel. What was their name? The bikers. Um I was trying to remember that today. I was like, it's something motorcycle club, clearly. They have a chapter out of Atlanta, but who doesn't? It was like Happy Boy Motorcycle Club. <laughs> they did have like it looked like Chef from South Park in a motorcycle vest as their mascot. Mm-hmm. So if you know what that is, let us know. Um, That's not bad. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it ginger? It's a little like ginger soy. Okay. Definitely white sauce, though. Oh, yeah. Go and try that. You went for the bottle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just trusting that it, your refrigerator has maintained a certain temperature for a while. It's colder than it needs to be. I'll Excellent. say that. Even though the hibachi sauce or the white sauce is so old. How old was it? It was in your fridge. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's a recent purchase. Um, but bikers showed up to El Tapatio like in droves. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying 15. Like this was like we're in so we're at in at least a, like 45 people if not more. We're in a um like basically a strip mall that's attached to like a Walmart and stuff and this uh Mexican restaurant that we frequent all the time. We were going to go downtown um huge festival or something downtown so all the Ubers just kept canceling on us. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well let's go to something on this side of town. And we had that terrible Uber that it was an Uber XL, and then he didn't oh, bring he God, didn't bring his XL right, vehicle. That's right. We waited fifteen <laughs> minutes for this dude to roll up, and then Joel let mm-hmm. us down. Oh God man, damn it, I was Joel. driving my minivan earlier. Yeah, I, he was like, "How many is there? Five? And I immediately was like, "I'm not gonna be the the like, can we squeeze in here? Mm-hmm. I didn't want the uncomfortable ride first of all, because if it took him that long to get here, where we were going downtown is like this is gonna be thirty minutes, and it was five of us in a four passenger car um I mean, not you, including the drive. So it would you been could six. sit on my lap and your dad could sit on your lap, sure, and then that would have and been then fun. everything would have been great. <laughs> you just are dead at the end of the ride. Um, yeah, it, it, that was, I completely just purged that from my memory Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to think about it. But, uh, yeah, so that guy got here, my bad, even though I advertised as an Uber XL and don't look like anything, anything like the person. Right. Is that right too? He didn't look like the person. I didn't see the, the picture. He did look like a person named Joel for sure. Okay. Okay. I'll let, I'll let you decide what that means. But. Oh, I can see it clear up here. <laughs> Big teeth. Uh, white guy. So many ears. Two, at least. More than you'd expect. Um, but yes, we went to El Tapatio with our second Uber driver, Carmen, who was a, a delight. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a, a nice twist in Uber drivers to have somebody who's like thoughtful and like a great having great conversation and talking about her kids and grandkids sporting events and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that's what she does when she's not driving and and then we got to the restaurant and she starts honking her horn at this car driving by us and I was like oh what just happened but 
this lady had her leftovers on her hood. Yes. And she was being that person to like, hey. Good pull. Yeah, I can't. I, I need to just stop drinking because I don't remember anything. This <laughs> level of detail couldn't tell See, you. See, that was before I really started. Like, I had mm-hmm. one drink, so that I was I was still sharp at that point. Mm-hmm. Thinking yeah, of Yeah, at first I was like, oh, boy, here we go. This is where this lady turns. And then it actually was she saved uh, somebody from spilling their leftovers all over the, the strip mall parking lot. Which would have been driven over by the millions of bikers who appeared later. Who later showed up. Um, yeah, that was... And your dad and Chris got, like, the world's largest beers. Yeah, I do remember that. There was, like, an upsell, like, well, the big one's just a little bit more. It was, like, just shy of a 40. <laughs> and it was a Modelo, too, so it was, like, a, a dark Modelo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that looked like... With the tiniest heavy. lime wedge. They're like, okay, here's... You know, four beers in a, yeah. in a glass with one lime wedge. Yeah. Enjoy. I think the lime in my vodka soda was bigger, <laughs> and I think I even asked no to lime. not have it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. What else did we eat? We ate... Well, we, uh, we went to So Cafe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Korean fried chicken. So good. So good. So cafe good. Um, and the young man working there was just hyping his family's kimchi recipe and yeah. passed down like 20, 25 year recipe. His dad brought it from Korea and has been perfecting it. And okay, I kind of felt like that was a dick move. Nah, you got one thing to be proud of. <laughs> they have so much to be proud of. In his mind, the kimchi is the legacy. What's wrong with him? Because the fried chicken is the legacy. But that's, that's not that's probably not a family recipe though. They they just, you know, jumped on that bandwagon. Oh great. So your so your family recently learned how to do something mm-hmm. and then does it better than everybody. That's that's good. This I mean the kimchi was good. I'm doing a bit. But I mean maybe maybe this thousand year old recipe maybe that everybody just, knows how to do. They've got a KFC fry cook in the back and they're just like, We can't advertise it. <laughs> no, it, it's it's a guy in a white suit with yeah. a bolo tie and a beard. And he's like, I'll make it for you. The um, chicken is significantly better than anything KFC has offered as food. Yeah. Uh yeah, and the kimchi's great too. But I, I just was like, I really <laughs> was like he could be making all this shit up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my father's kimchi recipe that he brought over. And I was like, I bet you're not even fucking related to anybody here. He's the only guy working there. He is his father. Like, Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's like a, a, sci- a little bit of a psycho situation. He's a ghost there. and he just uh and There's just like trans- the, the corpse of his dad's like preserved in the back in a big kimchi bucket. And- mm-hmm. That's why my father's recipe, huh? <laughs> He's uh, we ate a, a little yeah, bit of his little dad. Piece of his dad. He killed his dad like twenty us. years ago, and he's just been making kimchi and his bodily <laughs> juices. Yeah. That, so that visit could the So Cafe. Get the kimchi. It's not that. It's not <laughs> what we said. It's really good. Um, the kimchi was great. Everything was great. I like a seaweed salad. Um, that was the most. Uh, the flavor of the seaweed salad was good, but like the need to floss after eating the seaweed salad was weird because it is so stringy and it uh, was like between every tooth. Yeah, the crunch is real. Crunch is, <laughs> the crunch is uh, 
But I like that texture too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know something about that, and it's just like garlicky, and it has sesame seed and yeah. a little sesame oil in there, and yeah. Uh, uh. I mean, I'm eating right now, and I'm drooling thinking about think, thinking in, about thinking about it, thinking, thinking about, about thinking. eating it. Put it in order um, to go with our egg roll. We're still on what do you eat? Oh yeah, let's try the egg roll. So this is advertised as a Philly cheese egg roll, and the descriptive properties underneath the menu item were just steak and cheese. Was it described as a Philly egg roll? It just was. Bite it. It's fine. I don't bite into things. I can't see what's inside. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crispy. All right. Go with that. It's greasy. The steak's not rare. It looks like sausage. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, that's pretty good. It's a salty, crunchy, fried meat product. Yeah. I don't think I could eat like a whole one. (laughs) I think if I got really high, I could eat like a bunch of these and had a nice. Tall Coca Cola. Like if those came in a, a, fro- a bag frozen and you just made them in the oven. Here's what you got to do: little of the ginger. That's yeah. All right, try it like that. Is it this side? Okay. Yeah. God fucking damn it! <laughs> All right. Spectacular. Now I'm gonna die because I'm eating some of the brown sauce from no, the mystery no, pepper. No, no, It's not bad white sauce. It's racist. Oh, yeah. Leveled it up. Mm-hmm. I could eat at least one of those now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do they call that? Filo dough? Yes. Like the really flaky. Yeah. Well, it's more like a Greek Mediterranean because there's different kinds of like layered flaky doughs. Mm-hmm. But like that for like Spanakopita or uh, what's the thing? Baklava? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Versus guess, like a puff pastry. Yeah. That's I I back that. Mm-hmm. Why not have a Philly cheese and a and a light flaky crust? I think you could do that in a way which you're gonna hate this, but a little pepper, a little ginger in there, mm-hmm. um, a little onion. More cheese. The cheese was okay. That was just. Light. I think you could overdo it. The problem is they were working in a micro machine mm-hmm. sized environment. See, I would have done like a, almost a pimento or some kind of creamier cheese situation, and mm. then when you cook it, it. What do you think? Up. That tasted like it could have been white American. That's like in a good way. In a good way, <laughs> like a quarter of a slice that just melts into yeah. this. Yeah. It was. It was, not like outstanding cheese, but it wasn't like, terrible. That's the only thing. I think my downfall when using white American is too much of it. Just like America. Mm-hmm. They use way too many. Way too much white. Way too much um, white American. We, <laughs> I could go off on a completely different <laughs> subject. How far in are we? Seven hours. No, no, no. no. We got to. I want to make sure this is buried. Yeah, if you've been listening this far, you're insane. Um, so... A part of me was like, I've told this story before where I went to like some college, uh, like 
meet and greet, like see the campus, like get get ahead of everybody that's just coming, uh, like a, a pre-orientation, basically, because um, I knew people that worked for the university and like also helped run the thing. So mm-hmm. it was like, all right, like they they said this was a good idea, so I signed up. And we went, and we had all these like workshop things, and it was pretty cool. But there was one moment where they were like, make a collage and uh, uh, tell us why, you know, run, flip through these random magazines. I think they even set a limitation of like, you get one magazine, like pick out images or passages or something that just like stand out to you and then describe why. And I think I was lucky enough that I got um, something like people or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the images that I had was the Beastie Boys. And I was like, this jumped out to me because I like the Beastie Boys. And I guess why I like the Beastie Boys is, first of all, they're good. But then they're also like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of crossing the bridge between like black and white culture. And, and like, you know, obviously like they're, they're kind of a joke band. But, you know, I think it, it's cool to see like different people doing th- different things. Mm-hmm. Just like, and I, I'm sure I wasn't even this well-spoken at that point. But, um <laughs> But, like, if you saw a black country artist, that would be like, hey, that's kind of cool. Like, right. And so, you know, because the idea is that we'll become like a, the true melting pot that America wanted to right. be, like, mm-hmm. instead of all this racial tension. And uh, this one lady, black, um, was <laughs> like, uh, I understand what you're saying. But real in a really dismissive way. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand what you're saying, but I don't like the f- term melting pot because in a melting pot, I lose what I right. am. They see assimilation and right. Well, I lose my heritage, mm-hmm. and so I like to think of us as a toss salad because in a toss salad, we all go great together. But if I'm a tomato, I remain a tomato. And I was I was fucking embarrassed. I was embarrassed, like in front of everybody. Like I was like, "Fuck, I I'm racist." Um, I mean, but that's what college is for. <laughs> sure, you, you meet new people, and that did that. This ex- was this was somebody running the thing. It wasn't like a fucking <laughs> like but, fellow student. But it was, still, like, did that expand your mind for a moment? Sure, except for that I and how free, harp on it, and I'm now I'm about that? to dismiss everything that this woman said um, because. <laughs> Like I because fuck her. No. Well, the first thing is I told uh, uh, my stepsister who was who also like knew the program and mm-hmm. had gone through it the year before, and she was like, she didn't make that up. Like she was like, that's a thing. That's like they've written books about that, and she presented it as her idea. Uh, I like to think of it like this. Not like, oh, you should read this book right. where this guy is talking about like keeping your cultural identity. So that was the first thing that kind of was like, okay, so you pass it off as your own idea. And then the other day I was thinking about like, so I get it. I 100%, I'm not trying to say, but where does that leave me? So I'm just stuck a fucking uh, Indian killing and raping, um, fucking segregation. At, like, I can't change. Right. You don't, I can't, I you don't, don't get to be melt into the pot. You could be the dressing. I don't get to melt it. Like, I just have to stay a shitty fucking white person for the, for the remainder of eternity. I mean, yeah. Is that what I deserve? A hundred percent. Okay. Well, <laughs> and, and that's clearly the message. 
never forget <laughs> what my ancestors did, I guess. That's what I, I took away from it today when I revisited this and then made a note in my phone. I was just like, God damn it. Also, when, this is a side note, we, you would have to have, it would still happen where like, I, I feel like, <laughs> this is fucked up, but like dark black people would be like, we don't put cream in the coffee. When do you start putting coffee in the cream? When there's like fifty percent more black people on the world in the world than, you know, <laughs> that is a that's a weird question to ask out loud. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because because you always think of it as, and, and in America, that's absolutely the case. Yeah, but so maybe just move to Africa. I mean, a lot of white people did that. Not south. Oh. I don't want to go anywhere south. No? No. I mean, yes. They. That's part of the heritage that right. I'm trying to lose. Trying to just try to trying to just step away from. Get rid of that. I don't want my kid to be labeled as a bigot. That's, that might happen regardless. Yeah, they might be an asshole. You don't know who the label makers get to be. And your kids can always just turn out to be jerks. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're okay. Um, why did we start talking about that? Um, white sauce. Yeah, and brown sauce. Yeah, yeah. That definitely, definitely was what started that. <laughs> I honestly don't remember where we got onto that tangent. We were eating Mexican food. Yeah, and then we went and had Korean food. And then we went and had Korean food. And then we were trying to like trifecta out International Weekend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Italian. Oh, yeah. And we got Vix mm-hmm. delivered. Um, I like Vix. Nobody else ate any of the calamari. Yeah, I'm not a big calamari. I think they're fascinating. I will play with the little wacky wall walker squids. Water. Yeah. I don't like the weird pig anus ones, but the ones that look like tiny little octopuses are fun. Octopi. Yeah, they're little Cholula, or ch- not Cholula. Cthulhu. Uh, Cthulhu's, yeah. Little Cholulas. <laughs> little Cholula. <laughs> My rap name, <laughs> but the pizza was great. I like pizza. Um, that white pie. Back to the racism. Mm-hmm. Above all, better the best. than the black pie. Is that what you're trying <laughs> That's to say? Exactly what I'm saying. Jesus, Jenny. Was really going for the one with the red sauce, but. Mm-hmm. Which was like the downtown special or some shit, and it was just like a supreme pizza. It was great. Um, I will say this. I don't care if it's pig anus. <laughs> that stuff is, like, to me it's good, especially when you get it fresh at a restaurant. If they were like, you know, this is just... Fresh off the anus. Really breaded, fried pig anus, I'd be like, way to... They washed it. Way to go the way of the Indian. Right. Use all the parts. Exactly. Yeah. Coming off bad so far in this episode. Um, but I have heard from reliable sources that it's not, but I hadn't really heard that it was until recently. And then I love that trope of like, oh, that's just deep fried pig anus. I think if you went to a place that didn't have the tentacles, then that might be a bigger red flag. Or Like or, if all of them were just circles. Or they're throwing the tentacles in there as the... The trick. That's the cons- that's if you want to be paranoid. Well, but here we are. 
if I'm, you know, if I'm if I'm already just like an acceptable level of paranoid, I'm saying the the restaurant that just has the circles and none of the tentacles. Okay, that raises an eyebrow. Right. But if you have if you're going through the extra effort, mm-hmm. sure, of putting like one wacky wall walker plus in the I've, mix. <laughs> plus, I've worked at a place where I saw them cut it up, and I know exactly how they look, and yeah. it's like. I don't know what pig anus cut up and fried looks like, but everywhere else that I've been looks like the place where we literally cut the squid. Like you'd cut the tentacles off, cut the middle piece off, and not fry that, and then just right. Yeah, yeah. So I could see how it definitely looks like squid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you're not buying it, huh? I mean, I just don't really like squid. <laughs> They're fun to cut up, though. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and I think that was about all. Well, we oh, ate um, layered the croissant breakfast. Oh man, that was really good. Yeah, I would back if you're in Raleigh and where it's down by Cardinal, like on yeah, West, like Northwest Street. Yeah, not Northwest, but it's just West, West Street, Street North on the North side. Um, layered was they it's have a, it's a croissantery. Yeah, that's a word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they make what they make for the day, and they have them all out in like an artistic display of like these little lucite boxes. And then when they sell out, they remove them from the display, mm-hmm. and you kind of get what you get. We, were, we weren't late to the show, but it was like 10.30 maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so some of, the, some of the savory ones were already gone, mm-hmm. but they were like, the lady in line ahead of us was like, you could pre-order the night before and just get what you need. And I was like, I knew that and didn't even think. Those have to be the first ones to go. Yeah. It, well, they, like the ham and cheese one is so good. Mm-hmm. And then they used to have like an everything one that had like, it was just folded over like a tartlet almost and mm-hmm. it had like a cream cheese thing in the middle and then mm-hmm. all this everything goodness and then bacon and phenomenal. Yeah. No, that was well worth it. Um but yeah, operated like a like like a barbecue place where it's like we makes what we makes mm-hmm. and when we're out, we're out. Yep. Um and then they have you can see you can see how the sausage is made. They've got the big glass pane thing to look through. That's called a window. Um <laughs> that you can look through into the kitchen area and see they got this machine that laminates the dough together and you put a big chunk in there and it flattens it and yeah. it's bigger and then you fold it and it flattens it. Yeah. And they were throwing like cheese on top or like different ingredients. Yeah. I think I only saw one of those, but they were, they would cut the edges off and then throw them on top. And I was like, isn't that going to mess up the no. consistency? It's just that another thing flaky came layer. Out flat as mm-hmm. hell. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely go back. It's like $8 a croissant, though, right? Mm, some of them are like six, but yeah. yeah and they are, a, they are a cash free. Uh, establishment. No cash. No cash. I mean, you, I think you can throw tip cash, but like they usually like the hipper places are the opposite. They they were very trendy with their um, cash free in 2019 or whatever it was when they opened. Mm. Um, they knew COVID was coming, and they were like, "We don't want this germ paper." I was worried worried for them, but they they had such a good pivot to curbside, mm-hmm. and as long as they had employees to run the kitchen, they were moving food. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Because they, they got you hooked right before COVID, and then you're like, well, I have to get this. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I could be dead wrong. But it wasn't like there was a lot of places to sit. Yeah, no. The it's, whole thing is to go. For the most part. There, so, there's like a couple little tables, mm-hmm. and like the tables are all really low, and the food, because it is such delicious, flaky, croissant nonsense, you're just throwing flakes everywhere when yeah. you eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how daintily you try to eat it, you're just going to just crumb everywhere. It was... <laughs> It was uh, pretty crummy, but it was really good. Yeah. What was the one that we got that was like the $2 one? The the L- little, like, the, so there's a, there's a radio station I grew up called LKQ or KLQ, and that's not what it is. I think it is L- LKQ. Okay. We're not getting into my Monty, hibachi, get Monty. get the hell away from that. You can lick the plate that has have, nothing on it. Have but. some whiskey. So LJQ? I think it's a KQ or LQK or Uh it's some acronym, and I don't remember what it stands for, but it is a small, little, sugary-coated, delicious thing. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was was delicious, but exceptionally flaky. Oh, yeah. Just a a nightmare for vacuuming. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was pretty much it. Food-wise, we did um, dumplings that you made. Oh, yeah. Um, which were really good. You still got to show me. So do you cook the, the ground pork no. before it goes in? No. You just patty it up, put them in the little wrappers. Like the shells. Yeah, and the you wrappers. You got to fold them. Yeah. Crease them. What is it? We're pleating Pinch them? them? You pleat, pleat them. them. Okay. Um. And yeah, I'm, I'm a maniac, so I was looking at dumplings in Wegmans in the freezer section, and then they had dumpling wrappers, and I was like, well, I'll just go buy ground pork and spend five hours. You pl- said I could do better. Pleating dumplings. They were fucking great, though. Like, And I want to do, I said this last night, but I want to do more. Like the week that I made that chili, a whole level of stress just left my brain for the week because it was right. like, what am I going to eat? I'm going to eat chili. I'm having chili today. Every night. Um, so if I made, like, dumplings, chili, what's something else you can prep in bulk? You could go crazy and make, like, some form of pizza and then freeze, like, a half a pizza and then reheat a half a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. We should learn how to make Chicago style. I still plan to make... Oh, no, no, no. Detroit style. I got to make some My, Detroit style. Yeah. I want to learn how to... Not Chicago style. I mean, I like Chicago style, but it's like it's a it's a lot. It's heavy and flaky. Yeah, and it's saucy. like a it's like a casserole. Yeah, but Detroit style. Sauce on top, baby. Let's do it. Um, we we've, we've been uh, watching some TV. Oh, you're supposed to vamp. While I oh, I'm just chewing. TV and movies and movies you weren't and scrambling TV, hard enough. TV and movies and movies and TV. Keeping in line with uh, with food stuff. How about that bar rescue? Oh man, huh? Your boy John just revisiting bar rescue. You never watched it. I watched. I watch a YouTube bartender 
who watches and reacts to Bar Rescue. So mm-hmm. my experience is very short and clipped and like of all the best worst moments of the right. show, which is quite nice. And, and it makes me want to like filter liquor anytime I get a drink somewhere because there's definitely fruit flies in all of it. Wait, so it, does he, what's his general consensus? Is he like, this is a lot of bars that I see or is he like, this is all like kind of bullshit. He knows that it's, it's there's definitely a lot of drama behind it, and then there's a lot of um, the bartender does not like when they bring in some outside person, and it's like it's a dive bar. They're gonna bring these people into a dive bar, and then like let's have an elevated cocktail with like five ingredients. When all these people know how to do is anything with the name is yep. what's in the drink, and then beer. Yep, like. There's no reason. That's not going to make the bar more successful to just slow the bar staff down. Right, right. Um, but other than like the cleanliness and which, you know, when there's a raccoon running across the bar, just like that's clearly a setup. <laughs> like they don't, they don't just scurry through. Taffer's acting is <laughs> bad. Well, it's pretty good. Like if he's if he's playing a yelling Italian, right? Well, and can, well, what is he? He looks like just a fucking goon. He's a he's like, a vampire. Okay, but can he can he blink? I don't think he can blink. His eyes. And, and for some reason, he has to be looking down at you because he's because he's a maniac. He's, he's so pretentious. His eyesight depends on looking down at you. And then his dyed his hair and eyebrows, hair. and his eyebrows are so dark. Yeah. And you're just like, bro, hey, come on now, so dark. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're in the same club. Uh, club for men, um, <laughs> but it, his acting when the raccoon goes through is—he's almost like waving, like doing, like, "Oh my god!" Like what? Is, <laughs> like he's just going bananas, and uh, yeah, like that episode was insane. Um, I thought of they should do like a um, a human or a bro rescue. Yeah, where it's like. It's just some shitty bro. And he's like, you sit on the couch all day. Wasn't that just Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Oh, yeah, but just with gays. <laughs> uh, so if John Taffer just came and yelled at straight men. Yeah, but they like, need to be more aggressive. They need to get a gay John Taffer. Yeah. Because they would just be like very supportive and like, oh, my God, you're no, gross. Like the original they would Fab dog Five on were, okay, were never, kind of like, dude, you suck. Let's make right. you suck less or more. And then, you know, make change lives. The definitely the new crew are a lot more supportive and there's a lot more positivity, but I think that's that's the times that's we're the in. Times. We're not trying you can't to shame nobody gets bullied. We're nobody not trying gets to bully shamed. somebody into changing their lives. <sighs> but that's the whole premise of the show. <laughs> like that's pretty much it. Right. My girlfriend called and said, I'm a slob. Right. Let's get these five guys. I think one of which was like I was just pretending to be gay, right? Isn't that a thing? Um, like the current, uh, the current Fab Five, if they're even still current, I guess they did a season a couple years ago. Um, one of the guys is bi, but he's in a relationship. So pretending he's, to be, gay. he's in a relationship with a woman currently, but like. That's fine. Yeah. Like, it, why does it have to be the queer eye? Can't it just be like I want to help people? Uh, it just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Queer eye, straight. Mm, and you yeah. can be straight and queer. You're just. I don't know. Non-binary. That I can't speak on. Come on. That I don't know. 
anything about. And I'm not saying like I don't know if you can. I'm sure you can be whatever the hell you want to be. I think that's how that works. Is you just I, decide this is what I am. I just have no uh, opinion about it, mm-hmm. except for positivity, except for <laughs> complete and utter positivity about it. The the correct sentence is you do you boo boo. Yeah, exactly. There that's I think that's a safe safe uh, yeah. argument. That's our stance. Yes. Is that the episode you do you boo boo? <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't <laughs> have a lot of legs to run on. Right here. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, where did they say it? Don't make it this far, please. We never say it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. It. The other what it so. Any any other comments on Bar Rescue? I mean, it, it's a guilty pleasure of a show. You know, everything is staged. I mean, mm-hmm. we literally know people that have done it in Raleigh, and they were like, they hire bartenders. Like, there's people that are acting actors. I wanted to say actors, but they're not even actors. It's like uh, the place on Glenwood had somebody come in that used to bartend there. Mm-hmm. And act like they were the problem bartender. Mm. So it's like they don't even actually work there anymore, but they need a fucking uh, heel, right? Did so they, did they fire that guy? On sure. The show? Oh man, boy, he doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> uh, so. That's the way he wanted to go out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back. Fire me on national TV. Um, but so it it's that it's uh, a lot of. I saw one where. The actor, the the, the servers actor. couldn't even pretend. It was so Heineken driven. It mm-hmm. was like everything was like, we're gonna put a brand new Heineken uh, <laughs> tap system that is so great, and like taste this Heineken. And then like the cocktail was like basically a fucking Tom Collins with Heineken oh. in it. Yeah, and like the the straw test, like they had one server be like, that's good. <laughs> and like that was her reaction. Like it wasn't like, oh my god, this is so good. Nobody yeah. liked it. And then I think they even were like the Heineken steak, like marinated and uh, Heineken. Yeah, and that's soy too sauce. much Heineken. Yeah. It, well, it was just a blatant advertisement. And going back to what you were saying about like if they tried to bar rescue Slims, which maybe it does need it. Yeah, now. I don't know. Um, and they they have to know that it's like this is all to sell ad space for these liquors that were right. like. Pour a half ounce of Bacardi rum, or the POS system that they they plug every fucking episode, and the DJ system that they plug, and then he's like, "We got so and so to come in and put in the top." And then, and and then he has the nerve to be like, "I'm gonna supply you with six months of my own training system. I'm gonna train all of your employees for six months." Yeah, through the Taffer system. Which it's like, have you ever... He, just, he teaches them how to make intense eye contact and yell. You know the last place that I trained via a computer system? Brugger's Bagels. Hell yeah. So if you're, if you're looking for that Brugger's Bagels level of quality, get the John <laughs> Taffer training system. I just think of like the Wendy's uh, training videos that have come to light where like it's just some girl talking about, and this is how you pour the drinks in the cup. And, da, da, and she's s- rapping... About the beverages? Oh, for the kids. No. So the, they'll be more engaged? For the kids who are working there. Too. No, no, no. Because yeah, yeah. they're young kids and yeah. they're like, I'll listen to hip hop. For sure. And it's bad. It's not a race thing. No, it's cultural. Right. We're all going to be Young kids pot. love hip hop. White, Mexican, black. 
I'm editing Pakistani. all this out. I, I, all this the Pakistani might not kids make the working air. at Wendy's. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're just recording for well, the Well, it just depends. Morning. Depends on where you are in the country. Um, yeah, that that pissed me off. <laughs> I thought about... Uh, like, it's just all these unnecessary changes. Like, if you were to apply it to my job, and it'd be like, tech rescue. Like, we're going to replace all your, yeah. like, fully functional screens with one big sexy screen. And it's like, it doesn't fucking work as well. Right. But It's not how any of it Sure. Works. Sure. Wired, we'll wired internet for all users. Yeah. A mechanical standing desk that... <laughs> this is... So there's there's a, a woman that's like um between like our and my dad's age that mm-hmm. works there and uh like she's standing all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, she like she works standing up trying to the other day she was like, No, my my electronic desk is broken and <laughs> has been for like two weeks. So you know, the the mechanical system right. of, of levers and there's and not like metallic. a manual way to do that. No nope, release. I guess not. See, I have a standing desk at work, and it's just it's standing a hundred percent of the time. But I have a chair that goes that high. Mm. That's what she ended up doing because <laughs> she wanted to take a seat. Yeah, I try to make it till like my popcorn break around ten, mm-hmm. and then uh, I, I wish we had the fucking record player. Stand I and eat popcorn. popcorn right now. Oh my god, yeah. what a find! Though. Oh, that leads us to. The saddest estate sale that we've been to yet. That house was so precious and terrible at the same time. What was all the glass? What was all the shattered stuff on the like? Dreams, was that, I mean, heartache, <laughs> actual shattered glass. I didn't know if that was like, is this a result of like people taking stuff and it breaking? Probably and something people... fell on the floor because it was the tile bathroom floor or whatever. Right, right. They had a blue tub and a blue sink. They'd replace the toilet with a white toilet. Yeah. Stupid heritage gone. Yep, yep. You um, know that that bathroom had a. a it had one of those American toilet. standard, like powder blue toilets. It's tragedy. You can't probably find those anymore. probably flushed like forty gallons every flush. Like just <laughs> like my toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just keeps running and running. But and the run, cleanest run, bowl. Running, running. Yeah. You could, d- you could dump this entire you ne- hibachi down there. You never get mildew. You never get mildew yeah. in there. But, uh, but this house looked like the people who lived there must have built it. It was mm-hmm. in one of the older neighborhoods, and it, it had a lot of charm. There was a, like, I don't know if that was the living room. We just, you walk in, and there's a pool table, and it's very dark. Yeah. And uh, if that was like the, or if there was another section of the place we just completely missed. Yeah. Because it was like that space with the pool table and then just the bedrooms upstairs. Wait, we there was another section that we the, didn't walk. I through? don't know. I feel like that oh, we were we were missing like a sitting area or a living room, but maybe that little space by the stairs was the cute little living room where the table was set up. To be fair, they're all starting to run together for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this one had like that weird open staircase. I do remember that. And then, like you could see the shapes of the art and things they used to have on their walls. Yeah, in the like the walls were so dingy and stained and kind of mildewed because well, they the, smoked inside. And the windows weren't like sealed tight, and it is humid as shit all the time. So, yeah. like I feel like they had a little Grey Gardens action going, and they were about to have raccoons tearing through the house. Absolutely, and, absolutely. Um, but 
So not kept well, but it was a beautiful house in its prime, I'm sure. Have you seen uh, um, documentary now, all of those? Fred mm-hmm. Armisen and... Um, no. Okay. They do a Grey Gardens parody. <laughs> um, and it's... Uh, God damn it. Who else is in it? It's um, Fred Armisen and then... Um, I can't remember the other person. Oh, uh, Bill Hader. Okay. And they do a Grey Gardens parody, and there's one episode where um, uh, they're dressed as you know the old women, Big Edie, Little Edie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think uh, Armisen is Big Edie, and he's like the raccoons back. <laughs> like that's all you hear. Like in like I think Hater is in in the downstairs, and he's like. It's back because you keep feeding it. <laughs> and uh, Armisen is like, I'm not feeding it. And then it cuts to him with a bag of chips. And he's like <laughs> throwing chips <laughs> just in front of it, like not hitting the right. raccoon. But he's like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. But he's like literally just piling chips right, in front of this it. raccoon. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so this estate so was like that. But. It, Without it, visible records. What's also odd to me is I think that they could have made one really impressive Beanie Baby setup. Yeah. But instead, there were piles of 50 Beanie Babies spread all throughout the house. To yeah. Probably total 500 be- Beanie right. Babies. Right. And they had lots of other like Thai the brand bathroom, toys and stuff too. Yeah. So like yeah. they had the bigger plushes and whatnot. And then. It was a heavy golf theme, so they had all these golf ball display cases Holy and shit, frames. Had, yeah, like 500 golf balls. And then they just put the balls, they took them all out of the displays and just threw them into bags. I mean, maybe <laughs> they were relevant. I wonder if they had like dates written on them or something, because somebody grabbed all the golf balls, which, smart move. Like, if those were a dollar, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a smart move if you know where to resell golf balls or if you play a lot of golf. Um but they, yeah, you're right. They they had like the whole staircase, like walking up, had like these right. Several if you want to sell the display cases, leave the balls in them and sell it as like forty forty dollars for eight million balls. Well, but you don't know where they came from. Like if they had labels where it's like, but if they were Arnold Palmer, if you see in the case usually John Daly when they're all in the bag, you don't know where they come from. But if they're on the display case, very likely the collector was like obsessive and put them in some specific order from I went to the Masters and I got a ball every yeah, time yeah. I went yep. for like the last 30 years. And when you throw them all into a Ziploc, you don't know where the hell they came from. How they could gonna, have been out of the bottom of a pond for all we How are you going to sell that? Yeah, but then why would they be in display cases? Well, they weren't. They were in a bag. I should have fucking... No, no, no. But at the time that yeah. the, the people... Had them establishing the, really, the sale. Like he found like the rarest golf balls at the bottom of a pond. He was a, a scuba enthusiast, but only on golf courses. You know, I should have got one of the display cases, like a smaller one. You that could, would have been a great gift for like half of the dudes in my office. Like if I got them as a secret Santa, they would have right. been like, "This is fucking." You could put your balls in crazy. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, or on. I mean, there are other things you could put in. Like it doesn't have to be a golf ball. Any kind of spherical object. Yeah. Like if you collected Pokemon and you could just put the little little Pokeballs in there. Mm-hmm. Or Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z, you can put those balls. I guess it is ball related. Or, well, they have, yeah, they have to be spherical. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, Fabergé eggs. Yeah. That could work. If, 
Or those people, if you know, the right size. who have the smaller Fabergé eggs because, like, the shelves were kind of tight. They were kind of tight. Or if you collected rare bird eggs, you could totally put them in there. I feel like I hyped it up so much to my dad that I was like, oh, yeah, we've been going to estate sales. It's really cool. And then he got in there and he was like, I kind of want to leave. We're all going to die of like black right mold. Yeah. And, and there was the, oh, the, the bed, bed bug, bug bomb. That's when I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. No beanie babies for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> But what we did find gold was a forty the best one. You found it. I was I was thinking about it before we got to the sale for no you reason. Manifested it. I manifested it. There was a forty-five, the most mildewed forty-five record. Actually, there was a pile of them, and I was flipping through, and I found like music box dancer, and I was like, oh, this is almost what I'm looking for. And then I found a record that just had. Pop Goes the Weasel on it. I was like, fuck yeah, We're Pop so Goes the Weasel. <laughs> and then like the second to the last record in the pile was Popcorn. Mm-hmm. And it actually was what it said it was. Have we listened to the B-side of that? Um, I think so, yeah. Which is not as good as Popcorn. <laughs> but it was cool. It was cool. Cool. Um, Hot butter. But we cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. It's pristine. It, like, it plays amazing. It's great. Yeah. Now the uh, it's not turkey in the straw. What was it? The song, the Virginia reel is on the other side of Pop Goes the Weasel. Uncle Remus? No, I did get that Uncle Remus one though. Yeah, yeah, that one was rough, <laughs> both in uh, condition and content. Yes, um, I picked because it had uh, when I see an elephant fly on there, which I also was like, you know, Disney racism fun, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't. It was just a very straightforward performance of the song. Not at all like the Disney film. Yeah, yeah. Still, good find. Such a solid find. And then you got some decent... You found... I didn't find any of the big records. You found all the big records in the weird other room with the gun rack. Yeah. Yeah, I got a chance to like comb through those. Um, is that where I got the Nancy Sinatra? Mm-hmm. And like, I think I got the Buddy Rich versus... Yeah, you got Gene um, Krupa... Versus Buddy Rich. Um, there was... Or wait, no, no, no. It was... I mean, next time we'll pull in the record player when Chris is here. Yeah. We'll do another record review. But, yeah, found some some good ones. We got to just get a second record player for the studio. Sure. Actually, yeah. I need to dig for that. I might have a second record player Oh, you already have one. Studio. Okay. All right. Might. We're not going to say yes, because I remember giving at least one of them away. All right. How's your stomach feel? Great. Okay. I didn't need any of that mystery white sauce. I don't feel so good. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I feel fine. Do you uh, need a gummy bear? Maybe. Maybe that's what it They're is. The sour bear. Just get some sugar on there. These are sugar on sugar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm yeah. good. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that was the estate sale. Um, we've been watching a lot of only murders in yep. the building, or going back and rewatching. Well, see, I hadn't seen season two, so yeah, yeah it's rewatching for you. Which sometimes I have to wake you up. I already know what happens. There, somebody got murdered. Yep, and in I know, the building, and know who done it. What? So I'm certain everybody has done it at this point. Yeah, pretty sure Steve Martin's the bad guy, right? Once they get to season eight. He puts those vibes out there that he's really not trustworthy. He does some sketchy things. Um, (laughs) But, 
I don't believe Dino one time said that Steve Martin used to have a bit, and I can't see Steve Martin saying this, so I don't know if it's true or not. But um, he said that he was like, so I, I'm dating this young lady. I went to her house, and uh, uh, that pussy's so good. I don't, and so everybody kind of like groans or whatever, right. and he's like, I'm talking about the cat. But that feels she had a cat. entirely like a Steve Martin bit. Right, but then Dina is so like, I'm talking about the cat, and then everybody has a light chuckle, and he's mm-hmm. like, that cat was the best lay I ever had. <laughs> 100% Steve Martin. I don't know. Maybe in his younger years. I mean, I have some of the older records. I'll bring those over. We'll okay. see. We'll see if that comes up. Pro- I'm down. He probably never put that on an official record. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him selling that to Middle America. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Robin Williams could do cocaine on records, like off of records. No, just on while recording. No. Yeah. No. He was just doing cocaine. He was on cocaine all the time, but yeah, it, it wasn't like. Ah, uh, nanu nanu. No, and I think now, it, it kind of was. Oh, really? He always wore long sleeves. No, I, I'm. Just, <laughs> <laughs> if there was just a straw, <laughs> let's let's make that. The, all right, that guy copyright, eating. copyright. Now we're gonna make a bindle that's attached <laughs> to a straw on your wrist, so then you just, and then uh, nobody knows. Then nobody knows. Is it copyright or trademark? We're no, trademarking it. Yeah. Or is it copyright? It's not. Li- it's not literature. Let's do it all. It's, it's done now. <laughs> all of it's done because we said it. IP of Tobin's talking shit. Yeah, that's us. The coke sleeve, <laughs> or or whatever name pending. <laughs> but all I can think of is that maybe you should leave. Guy eating a hot dog. Oh wait, what? When he that sketch where he's <laughs> missing, he's, they called a meeting and he was going to miss lunch. And he shoves his foot-long hot dog in his... Is that maybe... What's that guy? I can't even think of that. I think you should leave is the yeah, one where he's yeah. like 55 burgers, 55 fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he shoves like a foot-long <laughs> hot dog up his oh, sleeve. Yeah. I forgot about that. And he's trying to eat oh, that hot God. dog in the middle. That's meeting. why you don't <laughs> skip lunch. Oh, my God. So when you started doing that with the cocaine, I was like, oh, they've already done this bit. Yeah. But with a hot dog. It's the same bit. Maybe they were, yeah, and they were like, <laughs> punch it up. It's a hot dog. Coke is not as funny. I mean, it kind of is. But, but, a, hot, but a hot dog. We can all see you're eating the hot dog. <laughs> is, that, he, does he, is he like putting sauce on it too? Or no, no, but he's like just like laying down <laughs> to try to eat With it. his head on the table. He's like, I'm just so sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that one's great. I, you, you didn't see the one with Tim Robinson where it's like uh uh a wedding photo. You know like those wedding photo booths where it's like grab a crazy prop. We were trying to find that one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Well, you might have I'll to actually watch the show. I won't, I won't spoil it for you. But yeah. Yeah, we should find out what that's on. What streaming service? I feel like that's an HBO thing. Is it? Maybe. Well, then I have it. Excellent. All right. What are we at? Hey, we're at an hour. Hey, hey. Um. Well, let me check my notes. Totally did a show without an intro again. This is Paul. <laughs> Chris is not here. This is Jenny. And this is, well, I don't want to end it right now. Hold don't on. do it. Oh, uh, going back notes. to uh, uh, Bar Rescue. Yeah. 
the bone marrow shot at upsell. Did you see that one? No, I hadn't seen that one. So first of all, yeah, shitty bar or a shitty restaurant, and they're like bone marrow. Right, you can't That's do anything be, right. Let's do something let's a little do sophisticated. Extremely uh, like foreign to people, right. even if it's not foreign. Like right, the people, people that are coming there are like, "Where's the sloppy joes?" Right, we're, yeah, I'm gonna eat the inside of a bone. <laughs> And then the bartender has the fucking audacity to be like, here's how you upsell. They they sell like a little like this, not mm-hmm. not that big, but like a little like a uh, bottle and they're like uh you can do a luge shot of this mixed cocktail that we'll have made for you down the marrow down the empty bone that your marrow came in. <laughs> And they have people doing it, and it looks awful, fucking that disgusting. Sounds- it looks so gross while people are doing the shot. Um, so, but it's a restaurant. So, are they seated at a table? And they're then- seated at a table, and then it's like here, like uh, so. So, I, I as a server am supposed to come over and be like, "How'd you like the bone marrow? Hey, you want to fucking pour some liquor down your uh, your waist?" That you just that you were gonna throw away this garbage in front of you. How'd you like to do a shot out of it? <laughs> and then they hold it up to their mouths and pour liquor down and like, like yeah. take the shot. And I was like, this would be the hardest upsell. Like I've tried to upsell a lot of stuff in my day. Right. That if they were like, you need to start pushing this, I'd be like, I think I walk. Right. I like, think I walk. I, I have to go. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going <laughs> to. Like, That's um, gross, man. A, 10 out of 10 on creativity. But yeah, no, nobody wants to do that. I would not. Unless would it's not do like that. a full experience dining situation where like they're going to turn the lights out while you eat your dessert and like whisper in your ear as you crunch into something. Like, one of those kind of places where you're paying, yeah. you know, ninety five dollars to fart in the chair, right, and then, right, or like what are the vapor? Like it's like you just uh, pull the thing off the top and breathe in the vapor, right? And that's your some place that's that tonic. level, that yeah. level of pretension and bullshit, yeah, experience, sure. And then um, that's totally fine, but like, yeah, if it was a place that was kind of a dive before, and then you're like, well, we're gonna just pour some booze down this bone on your plate, yeah. A lot. That's I a, think it might have. It might have been even like a like a steakhouse that was just serving bad steaks, hot dogs. It's a steakhouse then, that only serves hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd go there. Uh, they called it steak dogs, um, but it was the worst pitch, the worst pitch that I had seen. It was gross. But John Taffer was behind it. I mean, I think he kind of has to be. All the bartenders are way worse than him. Like, I don't know where they pull these people from, but I mean, some of them are cool, but a lot of them are just like, like you said, it, I mean, and they, they have, they have a script too, where it's like, uh, Hornitos, you gotta, you know, push whatever right. this, like whatever liquor is sponsoring this episode, you have to make your cocktail around that. And like, and it's a steak place and like, I just can't imagine something that everybody at the table probably dipped their spoon in multiple times to then be suggested as a vessel to pour <laughs> liquor down your throat. It sounds so fucking foul. All right, let's stop talking. I'm yep. getting a stomach ache. Really like right talking now. about it. All right. Uh, what was 
I have two more notes. He's got notes. Um, that should be a whole like audio segment. He's got notes. (laughs) Okay, I'll make. Thank (laughs) you. That that would be good. Um, if I'm double your age, right? Is this a riddle? No, (laughs) kind of. (laughs) So this thought came from like you know time is relative. Yeah. When you're four, a year of your life is a quarter of your life, right? Yeah. So then when you're 40, a year of your life feels half that of a 20-year-old, right? Okay, yeah. So then you could break that down to minutes. You could break that down to like eight minutes of my life feels like four minutes of your life. Yeah, so if I take two days to respond to an email or a text, that's one day <laughs> if you're half my age. Is that good? Is that a good bit? I mean, that kind of works. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the setup filled me with a lot of existential dread. and like, Oh, it's not, just going to get worse. There's not enough whiskey in this bottle anymore. Imagine and- when it's a 70th of your life. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm just going to look up at the rock biter on the wall and feel better about sure. it. Sure. <laughs> Uh, Emily Shrek, thank you for that rock biter. Um, what was Mark's recycled joke? You told me this twice, and I still couldn't remember it. You oh have a God. better memory than I do. Yeah, we went to a comedy show at the Rialto, which was a lot of fun. Highly recommend, like definitely a, one go. Thursday a month. Yeah. Um, <sighs> what was audiobooks? It? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because <laughs> we saw the same bit at um, Good Nights. Uh, um, what was his name? Pete. Pete Holmes. Holmes. I was like, not Pete Townsend. Not Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Holmes did the exact same bit. That's like a weird generational shift where I'm like Pete Townsend and you're like Pete Davidson. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not, no. Because you're twice my age. Mm-hmm. That's why I take half the time to <laughs> respond to you. Uh, yeah, that, that was a good bit. And now I have it. So if I'm ever like, you could just God listen damn it, to this I can't again. remember. Go an hour and nine minutes in, and then then right. I'll remember. Are you gonna share what the, the joke was? Um, no. Okay. Go look it up yourself. Either, Audiobooks. Either from check Pete it out Holmes or from um, Mark. I forget his name. He's a good guy though. Funny. Uh, guy. Yeah, he was really good. Uh. No, it's it's that if you if you read it, a lot of people say they read a book when they actually listen to the audio, yeah. And it's basically like, you're why li- are you why lying. Are you lying? Yeah, why are you lying to everybody? Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. The last thing I have is, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that right now versus I'll do that right now. Oh. I know what that means. Do you? W- what would you think that that means? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, a coworker of mine just has a very Long Island like temperament mm-hmm. accent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're in customer service, and uh, you know, if I was to deliver that line to somebody on the phone, I'd be like. You, let me do my my like customer voice. Oh, I'll do that right now. You know, mm-hmm. um, I heard this person be like, "I'll do that right now." <laughs> like, and I was like, "That's you're saying the right words. You're just not saying them 
Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, and, and that doesn't... <laughs> up north, that plays better. Right, right. Down yeah, here, yeah. somebody might assume you have an attitude. There's a couple of people I work with that... Not, they're lovely people, and they are truly trying to help people, but they're like, yeah, what can I do for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, heard the same, I heard the same person be like, look, you tried to get this, and we have this date. What are you asking me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one I liked. That one I was like, I might steal that. I might steal that. When you, when you got to make a point to a customer. What are you asking me to do? Yeah. Look, this is what I'm telling you. What are you asking from me? Right. That's about it. And then you just end it with happy to help. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Regardless of whether, like, well, you haven't been helpful at all. You're like, happy to help. Happy to <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Uh, my, the Chick-fil-A treatment, my pleasure. Oh, my God. Traumatized. That was when I first started working for the company I'm at. They were very much like they'd eaten at Chick Fil A one time. I was like, "This is amazing. We should. My pleasure, everybody." And I was like, <laughs> "It doesn't fit in all contexts. Like if I'm holding the door and they say thank you, I could say my pleasure. But if they're like, you've been so helpful, I'm like, my pleasure. And then if I've said it five times to the same person, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean the same thing as if I mix it up a little. Yeah, loses its uh, potency. Exactly. And that's yeah. that's when. The Google Assistant one time when I thanked my Google Assistant said, happy to help. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're using that at work every day. Yeah. I throw a glad to assist Ooh. because it, it implies that they also were working on it. Nice. I like that. You know? I'm stealing hey, that. Hey, I'm glad to assist with this. You did the brunt of the work. <laughs> I just assisted even though you're a fucking idiot that didn't know what the hell they wanted. I carried you this whole way, but I was glad to assist. You see that one footprint in the sand? (laughs) That was me carrying you. But I'm glad to assist. Yes. Yeah. Uh, You want to read one joke each out of the old-timey book? Or should we call I mean, it's been an hour. Where where is the book? If you can reach the book without throwing up. (laughs) All right. You knew old, exactly where it was. Old jokes for old folks. I'm gonna find the shortest paragraph. I'm gonna find I'm a gonna three ref- pager. They're all paragraphs. That's why I have to like. I guess Chris is not coming, but he will be back next week. We might do a weekend we, episode. We just let Chris do, do an episode one. by himself. I did an episode by myself. I can't say that it was entertaining. There was like 20 minutes where I was just playing on the keyboard. I mean that that might be fine. Mm. I mean, if you know, Chris D'Elia does that show by himself and just yells about shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, but he's a talented performer. Um, mm. it, it came to mixed reviews. One person was like, "Oh, that was that was good." Brian Snowball was like, "That was good," and then Liam was like, "You did a show by yourself and you didn't call me." Um, <laughs> Other people were like, "I could have helped you." Yeah, yeah. Why would you do this to yourself? All right, well, I don't think this is a joke. It's a Kurt Vonnegut quote. True terror is to wake up one morning and discover that your high school class is running the country. Eh. Yeah. No, I'm still, no. I'm still having a problem with like my grandmother's high school class running the country. Yeah, but- they just won't die. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that is a... Uh... My grandmother's not allowed to drive anymore. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, just I thought you were general. going into a bit. No, that is not a bit. I broke the <laughs> microphone with that. How not allowed to drive is she? Or did my headphones die? No, um, your headphones died. You just turned off all the audio. No, I didn't. Hold on. Can you still not hear? Another. Oh, there we are. Hey. All right. I read mine. Okay. The Kurt Vonnegut quote? Hell yeah. Hilarious. Kurt Vonnegut quote. All right. Uh, this is appropriate because I can't remember if we actually told this joke already. Oh, but, we totally uh, have. Two old men got to talking. It doesn't have old in italicis. I'm just taking artistic I just assumed there was like an extra O and L. Two old men got to talking. You know, I can hardly remember anything. Things that happened just yesterday seem to have vanished from the memory banks and the old noodle, said the first. The second answered, I know what you mean. I can't recall the last time I had noodles and I haven't been able to find my bank. What? Hold on. <laughs> what? Hold on, let me read that again because I think I just had a seat like a stroke. <laughs> the second answered, I know what you mean. I can't recall the last time I had noodles and I haven't been able to find my bank. Do the first part again? Uh, you know... I can hardly remember anything. Things that happened just yesterday seem to have vanished from the memory banks. Okay, now I get yeah. it. Of the old noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second answered, I know what you mean. I can't re- re- recall the last time I had noodles. And I haven't been able to find my bank. Yep. <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be like, you know, I can hardly remember anything. Things that happened just yesterday seem to have vanished from the memory banks and the old noodle said the first. The second answered, you know, I hardly can't remember anything. Things that happened just yesterday seem to have vanished from the memory banks and the old noodle. Ah. Like they're not even listening to each other right. and just repeating stuff and forgetting that he just said that two seconds. Okay. Uh, well, Qual- quality book never lets us down. Hey. Well, uh... This has been a lot of fun. Until next time, this is Paul. This is Jenny. And this is Tobin's Tobin's Talking Talking Shit. Shit.